0: Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. I'm Andrew Dowd. It is time for Season 3, the first episode of Season 3 of our Happening in the Hamptons podcast, our weekly breakdown of the Hamptons market, new listings, and events on the East End. Today, we are joined, as always, by Steve Glick and Dave Retiner, but also today, Jen Wilson, Ed Brühl, and one of the big things that's happening in real estate this year is Watermill Crossing, which is an amazing new development. It's going up in Watermill, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna send it over to you guys. Tell us a little bit about Watermill Crossing. What is it, what can people expect, and when will it be ready?
1: Nice, well, first, thanks for having the podcast. Thanks for getting through three years. Well done, guys. Um, to, so to share some specifics about this particular development, I wanna start by saying, it's it's more about a big picture themes that I just sorta of like to start with. And one is, you, you've always heard me say this, I think this'll be my third podcast, but I've always believed that after COVID, Right? A third of the people that came out here will live here forever, and two-thirds will go back. I've always believed that. I still believe yeah, that. We're two that. years yeah. into this, and it's actually it's, it's playing out. Mm-hmm. But more importantly is the third that stays, the third that stays is a different third. right? So we've been selling real estate, Jen and I, almost 20 years out here, and we've seen the trends where in the past, we used to sell houses to um, groups, younger folk looking to rent it, partiers who just use it in the summer. Now, the dynamic is... These people are living here all year and and the shift is the couple, whoever it is, have figured out how to make money using Zoom and they can live here all year. They can go to the city, they can go here, but they have a primary residence here. So that's the big picture. Secondly, the new buyer who's coming out now in this overpriced, low inventory world isn't always whining that there's nothing to buy. They just now realize they have to pay up and if they're going to pay up, where do they want to be? They want to be closer to villages. They want to be away from the woods and away from the sort of a, away from the community, and they want to be into a neighborhood. So that's sort of the big setup. And then these guys, meaning Ace Developers, Jeff Suchman, Jim Stan, absolutely gold. These guys are super savvy. They've been working with Colleen and Andrew for over a year on this sort of big picture concept. Then they brought Jen and I in. And we have had a meeting once to twice a week on the minutia of floor plans and layouts and marketing and strategy. So they really dove in and listened to us. So the offering is not just smart. It's actually well-timed and well-priced, I think, in this market. So I'm excited to share it, and I hope that gives some background. So
2: so what is the offering? You're talking about this development. What is it? It's-
3: so, So the offering is... First of all, it's located right in the center of Watermill Village, which Mm -hmm. is key to what Ed just said. Walk to restaurants, bike to the beach type of a situation. Um, It's 38 townhomes, Okay. uh, and the 38 townhomes is in a beautiful community on six acres. Um, with a pool, a clubhouse, um, and it's it's right next door to the mill in Watermill, which right. has provision, Soul Cycle, Bistro Ete. Um, so you're really living in the middle of um, a beautiful village.
4: The rendering just seems so awesome. Like you look at these pictures of the development, and it's just so awesome like it's it it's, yeah. like a it's, it's hamptons <laughs> and
2: you know we had what maybe lee handler is handling all the interiors right. of the design work of these units so it's th- so back it up so it's 38 townhome units and how many bedrooms are, are in these units
3: each one has four bedrooms
2: so they're four bedroom units on is two it? levels two levels so no one's going to be living on top of you no Correct. one's going to be living below you you're 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 you have a two level unit and and they all a, have
3: a one-car garage.
2: Okay. Wow.
3: And um, each unit has the option for a grand floor master, and there are several units that have the option for an elevator. Yep.
2: Now, talk about amenities. What what type of amenities does this development include? Does it have a swimming pool? Obviously, it should. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I, no ultimately,
1: it, it, I mean, when you when you reach out to us, you'll get a brochure, and you can sort of drill down on this. But mm-hmm. this is not just well conceived; it's brilliantly conceived by the team and as you look at what we've got, we've got we've got literally a, a little mini neighborhood that so many people for so many years have asked us why the hamptons doesn't have this yeah it's hard to get guys it's so hard to get the town doesn't really they're not keen on green lighting these over these overreaching developments but when you get them it's a gift right i mean it, it's weird when we were comping these out and you see comparable developments which were done 10 20 30 40 years ago in co-ops and condos I mean, the prices they're getting for inferior products versus what we're bringing 2022-2023 finish, I mean, to the nines, right? Every single unit, you just asked about amenities, they're in the list, but you'll see when you pull this, I mean, it's like top shelf and every decision is top shelf. There's no like, Mm -hmm. I'll take the better plan. It's already done to the nines.
0: Well, to that point, and before we hit record on the podcast, Jenna was mentioning that the buyers today are really savvy when it comes to everything, not just looks and finish, but even electrical, the, the, the things that make the, the home what it is, yeah. um, they want to know the specifics of it. So having the, the best quality is important, especially when you get a buyer that comes and they say, hey, listen, like we'll, we'll pick the finishes, the countertops, the backsplash, of course, but tell me more about how this house is built. and You have those answers, and it sounds like it's the best you can get.
1: Yeah, right? not, not, not just that. It's, it's the best you can get, but it's built by guys who care, right? What I mean is Jeff Suchman just finished the CVS building in East Hampton. If you've seen it, yeah. it's not even close to the other ones, right? He's just yeah. that much better. It's a better building. Mm-hmm. Jim Stanton built and builds Sky Rises in Manhattan, right? The last one he did, 252 East 57th Street, which is um, Manhattan's billionaire row. These are top-shelf guys who make top-shelf decisions, and they're bringing it into the Hamptons, that's so awesome. it's awesome. Yeah, that's it's awesome.
2: exciting. I mean, I'm looking at the um, the site plan. You have, you know, a 45 by 17 swimming pool within a, with a spa, and you have a recreational building. What's inside that recreational building? What, what, what are we looking at in there?
3: So the rec building has um, a gym with pelotons. Oh, it has a, um, you know, a full... Full gym, uh, locker room type of a situation. It has a a room that's a media room that can be used for a card room, Good. Um, and then it has a um, like a little wet bar butler's pantry, and then it has a big great room with vaulted ceilings oh, and fun. French doors that open up to the patio of the pool, so you can have parties in there um, and and entertain with family and friends. It's really going to be. Mm-hmm one of the best clubhouses that i've seen out here yeah That's and
1: awesome. so it's got a 45 by 17 pool the clubhouse is 2500 square feet the spa is eight by eight and you get a men's and women's locker room
2: mm-hmm. right and, and you're talking about the location you are saying it's right adjacent to the mill that offers like you said provision soul cycle you got restaurants you got plenty of different unique stores in there but it's also you know, adjacent to a jitney stop as exactly. well. So you're it's coming out from it. Manhattan. Yeah, you could just hop on the jitney. Totally. You don't even need a car. In reality, you got everything right there. Uh, and, and the, the, the
3: entrance, room. the entrance is on such a beautiful street called Noanduna okay. Avenue, and you drive down Noanduna, and on one side will be Watermill Crossing, and on the other side is. Um, is the Watermill Community Center, which has tennis courts and baseball wow. fields. And it's beautiful. It's a really nice little this is, street. This is just
2: checking off all the yeah. boxes exactly. now. I mean, exactly. you got tennis exactly. yep. right there. <laughs> yeah. um, I
4: think
3: you can make the argument it's going to like completely
4: change Watermill. It will. There's um, no question. There's especially no question. the mill area, like provision, the provisions area is going to be just so much busier. It's going to be so much. There's, more there's
2: restaurants. Here's like yeah. a, there's like a yeah. handful well, of restaurants. Well, you've seen right? what the yeah. mill's
1: done, right? Four years ago, the mill was under, it is average. Hard, under yeah. average. It was right? hard. Under average. It was hard. Now, then it became two years ago it became about average. Lately, it's kind of cool. Like it's yeah. got to this. Re- it's, it's refreshed. It all looks good. Provisions I agree. went in there. I but agree. this will will add juice, meaning like humans. There's like a real community here. I see. Walk into the jitney. Walk into restaurants. That's
2: Site like all over the summer they put all the bikes mm-hmm. right outside yeah. you driving you driving exactly. down you could see everybody out there cycling it's really but i agree that that tone.
4: that even even without watermill crossing that area has like Changed just in the last 100%. couple of years, like yeah. and used you to guys go there, and there was a lot of empty retail yeah, spaces, exactly. and now they're you know like I, I think there was like a blockbuster. I said, I remember like a, blockbuster a blockbuster there, and it was just like oh no, yeah, yeah, but yeah.
3: they put That's some. That's provisions now. Yeah, it's having, pro, having provisions. But you guys, yeah. the other the other key thing here is that the the price point of these units right. are in the sweet spot, yeah. especially for new construction. You are not going to find new construction for. Three million dollars and under. No. Yeah. So what are
2: they? What, what are are they nice starting homes, at? Two
1: oh nine five would be the lowest okay. priced unit, and Got then two six nine five is the highest price unit, and those are available now. And the, and they're really the pricing will depend on the location within the site plan. Understood. So you would call us up and say, "Hey, Ed, why is this one price? Because it's in the inner quadrant. It's closer of to course. the pool. Things like that. But that's all. That's all mm-hmm. breakoutable. And and the guys are more than willing. To do things by separate agreement, meaning, so here's the basic gist of how a deal would work, right? Let's just say you showed interest, you reached out to Jen and I, we sent you the brochure, we went through the basics, and you wrapped your arms around how it worked and what was happening. Then what would be the next step? You would get an offering plan. You would agree to do a deal at the prices mentioned, and then you would say, yes, send me the offering plan. We we would then send you the offering plan. You get a 10-day window, right, to review the offering plan and go hard with a deposit of 10%. If you don't go hard within the deposit within the ten days, then you would give the offering plan back, and that that unit will come back onto the market. Okay. So that's how we're going to do it. We're going to go offer an acceptance when the offering plan goes out, and then once they go hard, you know, the it'll be in the contract, and that unit will be represented by the person in contract until spring twenty three, when the developers get the certificate of occupancy, and that's when the closings will begin to occur. In well, I was spring. just
2: going to ask, you know, when is this? Mm-hmm. When can, when can we move in? You know, I want one of these. You're saying spring twenty twenty three. Correct. Perfect. And couple questions that always come up: Pets. Can We have dogs, cats. Yes. We can have pets in this development. Yes.
3: That's We're all great. all of the de- both of the developers are dog lovers. Awesome. And so are Ed and <laughs> <mine>. I. Yep. <laughs> okay. So am I. Um,
2: and what about renting these things? I know people look at these, you know, townhomes as like, hey, can it be a rental income-producing property? Is it a good investment? Can I rent it out? Is there a cap on how much I can rent it? How long do I have to live in it? yes you
1: can rent it yes we think that provides a terrific store of value for the underlying asset that we're investing in here whether you're owning it or you're renting it and you will just simply abide by Southampton town rental rules so yes you can rent it yes you can make money on it. what do I think a a, a four-bedroom four-bath unit without the elevator without the finished lower level 125 150 pretty conservatively again that's us being conservative but sure those numbers make sense
0: nice well let's okay so let's go look big picture in the hamptons and talk about numbers so steve has the first three weeks of this year yeah where are we at because so, yeah. uh, you know we're yeah. coming off another another big year look so. we had a
2: we had a record another record-breaking year in 2021 record-breaking year we thought 2020 broke all the records 2021 came in and and trumped that and broke all those records um so now we're looking at, ahead as to 2022 mm-hmm. And I have the data here for the first three weeks of 2022. There were 80 listings that went into contract from West Hampton to Montauk. So when you compare it to 2021, the first three weeks, there were 127 listings that went into contract. So we're looking at a year-over-year decrease of 37%. Then when you go back to 2020 now, there were 70 listings. So that increase, we're looking at an increase of 14% compared to 2020. Hmm. So a decrease of... 37 to 2021, and an increase of 14% of 2020. The breakdown of those 80 transactions, there was three between 10 and 20 20 million, three between eight and 10 million, two between six and eight million, four between four and six million, 22 listings uh, going into contract between two and four million, and 46 listings going into contract under two million. And then the new a new thing I'm doing for twenty twenty two and for the podcast this year is we're looking at the dollar volume, dollar volume of uh, collectively all those eighty listings. How much how much does that add up to? So you take all of those eighty listings, you add it up, there was two hundred and twenty nine two hundred and twenty nine million no. dollars. In dollar volume, right? 229. Is that common in the right place? 229 million. Right. And then when you compare it to 2021, there was 358 million. So we're looking at a decrease in the dollar volume of 36%. You go back to 2020, um there you know, there was a dollar volume of 193. So you're looking at an increase of about uh forty-six percent in the dollar volume from 2020. So 2021 so 2022 obviously is looking better than 2020, but slightly down from last year in 2021. Is the reason you're talking about the
4: volume is is because there's less inventory, but prices of houses are
2: going up, so you want yes, exactly that right. Yeah, so we're looking at these transactions. Exactly. I'm, picking, I'm picking up. Yeah. Things. So when you see that we're <laughs> we're in a tight market right now, where there's really low inventory. So I, I'm I'm going to get to that right here. So with the past three weeks, there were 49 listings that came onto the market. 49. So we had 80 going into contract, so that decreases our inventory by 31 listings, right? Yep. So we're, we're upside down on the inventory. We're losing, you know, the inventory is low. However, with the inventory being low, the prices of these houses are going up, right? Going up so demand is is more. So that's why we're, we're paying close attention to the dollar buying and seeing that increase as the uh, listing inventory and the number of listings going into contract decreases. So you're absolutely right. Well, okay. that's the thing, like we're just going back to Watermill
4: Crossing, like that's, one of the things that makes this attractive like you, you you don't really get to see any of these situations happening really anymore you know the, the, this
2: new development in a water you know and 38 prop product yeah, to, there's to 38 many, properties coming onto the market when yeah. i'm looking at this inventory is decreasing and then here you are you're about to launch 38 new opportunities new construction into a market where it's uh, tight inventory. These are gonna stand out. and I'm sure you guys are already getting calls. I mean, how oh, long, definitely. when have you launched these? You just launched them, what, like about a week, almost two weeks ago yep. and you're already getting calls daily, yep. right? Yep. So um, we're expect, we're hopefully gonna see some of these um, go into contract officially over the next couple of days. Has the buyer like changed? Is there
4: like, um, you know, like for example, like these townhouses, maybe the new buyer today just wants everything easier you know what i'm saying exactly like, all of a sudden like in the hamptons like a townhouse or even like a co-op apartment or you know another a, an apartment building is like that's like an attractive thing versus a house to a lot of people yeah. and is that just because it's like easy living and, and easy living? Well, the buyers like,
3: that we have so far are this will be their second third or even fourth home so they want to be able to come out here enjoy time out here yep. and not have to deal, deal with, like, with... a landscape with this exactly. and that. It's like a whole yeah. show. Exactly. I'm all about
2: easy living. Yeah, Me I too, love the man. Now they got a
4: house, I'm all,
2: yeah. you know... <laughs> know a that, lot of sense I, I was living in a condo and we had two kids, so we grew out of the condo and out of house. But look, if I had... You know, one kid or I no kids. You think caves. about that condo all the time, uh, right? I'm, I'm condo living. I think about it all the time. <laughs> that was, it, was, it was the best. Because the landscaping is, you know, this I'm assuming, right? The, you don't have to worry about the landscaping, everything yep. else, the yep. snow removals, yep. right? Things like that. Um, you don't have to think about it. You just get to enjoy the unit, enjoy the lifestyle, enjoy water. I mean, I've said this before. I always
4: thought, like, you know, when I was, ever since I was a kid, I always thought, like, oh, one day when I buy a house, and
2: that's it. You know, i don't have to do anything i'm done i could just relax yeah, i just, just start. Start. look out yeah. my window yeah and drink my coffee
4: and it, i really yeah. thought that yeah. like i was yeah. just like oh that's the goal and once i do that i can just that's it and i'm all good yeah.
1: like, just so, let's, so here's here's a funny here's a funny story so a, cu- a couple comes and, and a lot of people will ask hey hey guys who's the buyer and it's been all over the spectrum yeah. but here's a fun one right older couple wants the downsize and doesn't need the big estate anymore, right? You don't ask them how big their estate is, but they don't need the estate anymore. And you start you start talking, and it's like you know, opening and closing the house for two hundred and fifty to three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year is a turnoff. Mm-hmm. Guys, two hundred and fifty to three hundred fifty thousand dollars to open and close the house. That's not the carry. That's not the math. Right. Ooh, that's ooh. just getting the landscaper and the pool guy and the, and the trees pruned so yeah. they can show up for the two and a half months. I'm just right. saying. So my point is, they're not. They don't need to sell the house. Yeah. But they're like. We've got our kids here, and they live in Florida, and it's easier for us just to buy something for them. And then another couple, similar situation, the son was buying something for mom, so that, you know, it, it was just so funny. A son was buying one for older mom, so he, she could be closer, and yep. the other was a couple buying something for son and daughter, so they could be closer, and it's just like, it's it's almost becomes a satellite property to the estate, or they might be getting rid of the estate. Exactly. And then trading horizontal or even down yeah. to have so e- many easy living, to have yeah. easy living, yeah.
4: And so yeah, so much. It just reduces stress in your life. It's just like just nice to have everything taken care of, care of, care for you. Yeah. So a few
1: a few basic numbers to to the uh up. keep and the easy living, right? Once you're in there, the basic fees we think are gonna be $3,900 a month. That's probably on the high end for, for taxes. Taxes, yeah. That's yeah. That's taxes. That's your taxes. That's your, your ta- taxes. Annually, annually. Okay. For, so four bedroom, four bath, 2,600 square feet, finishable lower level, elevator addable. Those are all by separate agreement, but ultimately you would get $3,900 is the, is the annual tax fee. And then $1,000 a month is gonna be all condo association fees to upkeep the property. So snow clearing. Garbage removal, landscaping, clubhouse, right? Cool. Any Pool, mm-hmm. yeah, all, all the basics. But that's back. Thousand that a month. I mean, come on, that's that's yeah. great. That's great. It's, it's absolutely terrific.
0: Yeah. So we talked a lot yes. about what you will be able to do once you once these are done and you're living there and you're enjoying the Watermill area. But let's talk about this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, Dave. Yep. What is
4: happening? I'm gonna tell you what's happening. Tell happening. me what to tell do tell you this what's weekend, happening please. So, gurney's in. On January twenty second, they have they have the winter weekend brunch at Gurney's Inn in Montauk. So you can enjoy a delicious brunch accompanied by music and cocktails. Nice. And so you get your what is that? What is that cocktail? Something with the champagne and orange juice? Mimosa. Mimosa. Come on! I knew the ingredients. I didn't. Know, <laughs> I didn't know the name. All right. So you can start that at eleven a.m. Love it. One. Love it. At eleven. Okay. Or you can also do it at three thirty p.m. That's really nice. You look out at nice. the ocean. You don't have to make any eggs in your house. Get you <laughs> the eggs at Gurney's. All right. So, my second event. This is just one of my favorite things to do in the Hamptons. Period. I, I wish I could just say this every 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 single podcast, Steve. I really do. I'm gonna say it again. Is, just, it, a hike? is it a hike? I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it this podcast. I hope it's not a hike. But this is one of my favorite. I'm gonna. I want. I just want to say it out loud. Okay. This is hands down one of my favorite things to do in Ooh. the Hamptons. The Wolfert Estate candlelight fridays wow oh, that's and nice. it is so nice to do this on friday nights so you go there there's live music it fills wolfer state it's like in it's like an indoor thing and then they have like a usually it's like a jazz band going and then they have like all these candles going and then of course you drink wine which is so you know that's enjoyable you get
3: a little cheese plate <laughs>
4: yeah um so you just enjoy
2: wines but is a there dash. a cost for this What's the cost? Well, you gotta pay for the wine. You gotta buy. There's not like a door fee. Oh, no, okay, no, you just
4: you you can walk in. You can just kind of hang out with somebody else that's buying the wine. Gotcha. Great. All right. You know, okay. or you could peruse around. You know, and say, "Hey, can you buy me a glass of wine?" <laughs> you know, you know, if you if you so choose. What time Perhaps, does it start? That starts at five p.m. Friday nights at five. Friday nights at five, and then yeah, five five p.m. to eight p.m. Okay, cool. Five p.m. to eight p.m. So, that's the Wolfers Estate event. And then, Steve, I know you're going to like this one. <laughs> I know you're going to like this one. Don't look at your watch. The Long Island Restaurant Week Winter Edition. Oh, right. Restaurant Week. I love Long Restaurant Long Island week. Restaurant Week is back, and it starts this Sunday, and it runs through next Sunday. So, the 23rd. What is Tuesday, some highlights? Friday. Give me some of the restaurants. You got Paige. Paige at 63 Main in Sag Harbor. Nice. Fabulous restaurant. Yep. Alea Estiantorio. On
2: oh, in Bridgehampton, Bridge right South. over here. You know, I've never been there. I've been there. That's, That's a good great That's restaurant. Fun. That's a fun yes. place to go to. Oh, it's yeah. a Greek, Greek, Mediterranean. It's a Greek yeah, really? oh, that mm-hmm. sounds good. And it's a lot of fun. They have good music, a good crowd, a lot of fun. All right. So you got Calissa and Watermill. Okay. That's a fun place.
4: It's a lot, actually all the restaurants are actually kind of cool. Like they're like the cool like cool places uh, that are participating. You have the Southampton <laughs> Public House. You got Union Sushi and Steak in Southampton, and then
2: there's um, in Riverhead.
4: You ever go to the Farm Country Kitchen? I love that place, yeah. Isn't that place awesome? Yeah, yeah I've
2: been there too. Oh, so these are all my favorites. This yeah. is happening this week? This is happening this week. All right. So you can go
4: to their website, longislandrestaurantweek.com, and you can go to those restaurants for a lot less Thank money. Thank you. you know, and you get like a better deal or whatever. And then finally, we just want to put this out there that you can watch. The Bridgehampton Killer Bees basketball team. Cool. You can watch them live on YouTube. On Hamptons.com? On Hamptons.com. Nice.
3: Cool. So you go to
4: Hamptons.com. When's the next game? The next game is the 25th, and they're playing the Ross School. Oh. I might put down some money on that, that the Killer Bees... <laughs> I have a feeling the Killer Bees are going to win that game. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure, but I think they have a good chance of winning that game. All right. Well,
2: we'll be so we'll, we'll be tuning in and watching them. <laughs>
0: And that's, so that's what's going on. That's what Dave's got for us. All right, good stuff this weekend. Jen and Ed, thank you so much for joining us. And if you go to Saunders.com or Hamden's Real Estate.com, we have a great video and all the details on Watermill Crossing that you'll want to take a look at. Um, and for more questions, I guess, just reach out to Jen and Ed. And thank you for forward, having yeah, us. Yeah, so looking forward to these getting uh, built and completed. It should start I to be yeah. This is very, very, very exciting. Uh, yeah, it's big deal. So, uh, so season three, that's a good start. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm glad. All right, so we'll keep this going. And we'll be back uh, next Thursday with another episode of the Happening in the Hamptons podcast. I'm Andrew Dowd, everybody. Have a great day.